0: If it's trending amber and tanner are going to trend 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 it out on froggy 92.9
1: you may be asked to take part in an earthquake preparedness drill this week people in government offices businesses and schools throughout california will stop what they're doing for one minute to drop cover and hold on the great california shakeout of 2022 is scheduled for thursday at 10 20 a.m pacific time
2: So, the shakeout exercises began back in 2008, and the main idea is to emphasize precautions during a magnitude 7.8 or larger earthquake. Uh, The U.S. Geological Survey estimates a quake that size could cause 2,000 people uh, to die or injure tens of thousands of more. And it would also cause over $200 billion in damages. So, that's why uh, California is trying to be prepared. And, you know, we had our earthquake here pretty recently in Santa Rosa and I had no idea what to do. I'd never been in an earthquake before so, you know, I'm glad there were starting to you know bring out these exercises again and tell
1: people what to do this is probably more it happens more on the west coast i grew up doing doing earthquake drills in school so i grew up with that knowledge when i was a kid however when that earthquake did happen in santa rosa i forgot all of it so maybe we need to participate in this whole drill it's that time when we dream about winning a huge powerball jackpot so tonight's drawing or excuse me, tomorrow's drawing, is estimated at $454 million. And Amber and I say this every time there's a huge Powerball jackpot, a huge lottery winning. If you win and you heard the news that the Powerball's happening from this show, at least give us 10 bucks or something. (sighs) No one has won the jackpot since Valentine's Day and that's why the payout is approaching half a billion dollars. So we just wanna say from us to you, good luck. Good luck to us, too. Maybe we'll actually buy a ticket this time.
2: <laughs> we always never, forget. I never seem to do that. So want to say congratulations to Luke Combs. Kind of he is breaking tour records across the globe. So he's immediately sold out 37 of the 39 dates for his massive world tour, including all 16 North American dates. So if you were planning to go... Sorry. Um, So, Luke Combs' tour has broken multiple records, like I said, such as the quickest sellouts to date at 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 AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, and Bush Stadium in St. Louis, um, as well as the quickest sellout for a debut at Gillette Stadium. Um, This is for a performer in any genre. So, Luke Combs' world tour kicks off on March 25th at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. It wraps up in London at the O2 Arena on October 19th.
0: Catching the... Catching them with these guys. You just
2: make my morning.
0: You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's Country, Froggy 92.9.
2: Santa Rosa's Downtown Fall Fun Fest is back, and we're so excited because Tanner and I are going to be at the Fall Fun Fest on Friday, October 28th. We'll be there from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., and there's so many different things you can do. It's all free, and it's all family fun for all ages so what's going on tanner
1: so if you went last year you know that it was big it's to our understanding it's going to be even bigger this year there's going to be trick-or-treating games here's the huge one a ferris wheel a zip line live dj dance party and more plus The costume contest, sponsored by Third Tree Aleworks, is back. And it's once again going to be hosted by us. (laughs) I'm so excited. It was such a blast last year, and I'm excited to go back.
2: Yes. And, you know, things are going to look and be a little different this year. Last year was our first year doing this, so it's going to be a little more organized. Uh, And we do have times for each contest. There's going to be three different ones this year, starting with the kids' costume contest at 6.15.
1: Then at 7 p.m. will be the adults costume contest
2: and finally at 7 30 we've got a group costume contest so that's starting at 6 15 and ending at 7 30
1: so you want to get on top of it now because all categories will be limited to 50 participate participants and you can sign up at downtownsantarosa.org.
2: also downtown fall fun fest is sponsored by fifth in mendocino partners and california luggage yeah!
0: only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long.
1: Froggy 92.9. Halloween season is here, and many of us are watching those spooky, scary movies. So right now on the show, we're going to test Amber's scary movie knowledge with spooky quotes. Amber, I'm going to play a quote from a scary movie, and we're going to see if you can guess it. Okay, I'm ready. Now, I got A, B, and C. Do you want A, B, and C, or do you want to just go with the quote from the movie?
2: Let's just go with a quote from the
1: movie. I think I can do it. Ooh, confidence. I've seen a lot of movies. All right. Here. I'm ready. Is quote number one.
0: Here's Johnny.
1: The Shining. Correct. Ah! <laughs> and by the way, if you get all five out of five, one pumpkin spice product from Starbucks will be on me after the show. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yay. All right. Here is phrase number two.
0: Just it! don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for
2: creative! I'm gonna guess that's American Psycho. That is...
1: No! Incorrect. Dang! I was looking for the 1996 movie Scream.
2: Oh, uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> kind of sounds like Christian Bale, though. Yeah, I've only seen that movie once, but it's pretty, it's pretty scary. <laughs> We're playing spooky quotes on Amber and Tanner in the morning. Here is phrase number three. That was really scary. Do you want it again? Sure.
2: Oh, um, Freddy's coming for you. Is that what it said? Uh, That's got to be Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Right on the money. Okay one two freddy's coming it's so for scary. you scary <laughs> okay here is phrase number four that's it dr dave the year because i don't know which year it's from uh any of them okay that one uh, specifically is from 2017 okay and here is phrase number five you're gonna need a bigger boat Oh, that's Jaws. That is correct.
0: Yay! <laughs> Here we go! Woo-hoo! If it is around Up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy
2: 92.9. Have your kids discovered something about your childhood that they kind of make fun of you about now, or maybe someone makes fun of you about something you did from your childhood? Uh, Ralph Macchio's new memoir, Waxing On, The Karate Kid and Me, is out today. Now, he was recently doing an interview when he said his five year old son discovered that he was the Karate Kid.
1: But it's it's so fun because I talk about my son when he was about five years old. My mom must have sent over a bin full of teen magazines or whatever from back in the day. And he comes in the house, you know, not knowing what's going on. He's like, wait, dad was huge and we missed it.
2: Oh. <laughs> I can't imagine, you know, finding those magazines
1: and just being like wait you were famous dad? <laughs> that would be such a weird thing because your dad is just your dad in your life and for kids that have famous parents that must be really weird
2: yeah and you know now ralph has been doing the uh, cobra kai uh show on netflix and you know he's still that person that he was back in the day just yeah. a little bit older with <laughs> kids now you know yeah, totally uh so tander Did anyone make fun of you for something you did in your childhood? Maybe your kids made, I mean, your kids, you made fun of your parents for something they
1: did in their childhood. Um, yeah, my dad was a kid of the seventies. And back in the seventies, short shorts were really popular. And I saw pictures of him and, uh, I went, why are you wearing short shorts? (laughs) He was like, that was cool back then. I was like, okay, Nerd. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
2: My mom always, anytime I see pictures of my mom, she's like, "That was the style." <laughs> she always says, "That was the style." Uh, but I get what she's saying now because you know I'm in my 30s, and people make fun of me for what I wore back in high school. People see my hair from you know those side bangs were super popular Iconic. when I was in high school, and everybody's like, "Watch with your hair, <laughs> dude!" Once again, that was the style.
1: Super straight, just over to the side. Uh, yeah, yeah, Th-
2: that was cool.
1: Hey, everything will come back around again that I, will come back in fashion i hope not
2: <laughs> uh so we've got natalie on the phone for santa rosa natalie you said your daughter made fun of you about something you did as a kid uh, what was it
1: so we were going through old family photos at my mother's and she brought out all of these photo albums and stuff when i was a kid of course you know the dreaded
2: childhood books and she's flipping through them with my kids and my daughter who's eight spots a picture from like 1996 of me dressed in a full clown's outfit, makeup and all, and she was like, "Emma, what is that?" She's like, "That's your mom. Your mom just says have an acting thing as a clown in our church play." And she was a clown for multiple years, named Daisy, and she would get all the kids to giggle by squirting water out of a little daisy. And my daughter literally looks at her and she goes, "Ew, that's really weird." So I walked back in the room. My daughter looked at me and she goes, Mom, were you really daisy? And I said, uh, yeah, like a long time ago. And she goes, that's really cringe, Mom.
0: Yep, <laughs> this curtain, Mom. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9
2: actors Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's former nanny is spilling the tea on this famous nasty breakup. So my questions are why is she doing this? Why is she spilling the tea? I mean besides that it is juicy gossip but maybe she's doing it for money. A lot of questions online are the statements true but here's what happened. The former nanny alleges that actor Jason Sudeikis was so devastated after learning that his live-in fiance Olivia Wilde was taking a liking to Harry Styles um, that Jason allegedly flung himself under Olivia's car in a very desperate attempt to prevent her from going to see Harry. Now, according to the unnamed nanny, she says Olivia broke up with Jason in November, just weeks before she began filming Don't Worry Darling, which stars her current boyfriend, Harry Styles. Now, during one blow up, On November 14th, again, this is allegedly, Jason allegedly lashed out and chased after Olivia after she prepared a salad for Harry Styles in their kitchen. And the nanny claims that Jason tried to prevent her from leaving by flinging himself under Olivia's car. Now, the nanny also shared a series of devastating texts revealing how the actor was crying and crying about her to Olivia leaving. Now the couple has slammed this former nanny for making up quote-unquote false stories about them and even Olivia's new boyfriend, singer-actor Harry Styles. Now, the statement says, from Olivia and Jason, as parents, it's incredibly upsetting to learn that a former nanny of our two young children would choose to make up such false accusations about us publicly. This is the unfortunate apex of a now. We will continue to focus on raising and protecting our children with the sincere hope that she will now choose to leave our family alone. Now, a lot of questions surrounding this. I think that, you know, since the nanny did provide some text, there might be a little truth to the story, but maybe she over, you know, dramatized some of this for money to sell to the tabloids. But what do you think? Do you think these statements from the nanny are true? Did all of these things really go down? Are Jason and Olivia just trying to protect their reputation by slamming this nanny? What are your thoughts?
0: Got something to say? Call me up you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning, right now, 636-1-HOP, 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9.
1: If an ex reached out to you, would you pick up the phone? An ex reached out to me on Instagram yesterday to catch up and the message came out like 9.30 at night and I showed my girlfriend the message And she asked me, why aren't you going to (laughs) respond? I was like, what do you mean? Because it's my ex-girlfriend. Why in the world would I respond? And typically, I would view that situation the other way around. Like, I've been in a lot of relationships before, and if any of my exes found out that another ex messaged me, oh, they would be angry.
2: Uh, Cammie Miller is a different breed. (laughs) She really is. So, yeah, don't, (laughs) I mean, I would... (laughs) Not based all your past relationships on this new one. Yeah. Uh, uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing is absolutely wrong with Cammy. I adore her. So ju- just a preface. But yeah, uh,
1: that sounds like something she'd do. She'd be interested in what your ex has to say. And I absolutely adore that she trusts me sure. like that. Um, and uh, she goes, I just want to know what she wants. <laughs> she was like, give me the drama. <laughs> I'm it. all in. <laughs> so uh, I didn't respond. I'm thinking about it just to fulfill my girlfriend's drama uh, that she wants us to be in. But uh, Amber, let's say that Cole got a message from an ex on Instagram. I'm assuming you probably wouldn't be on board for a response.
2: No it was funny Because this happened to us Years and years ago An ex reached out to him On Instagram Sent him a long DM Direct message Um, And she was like I'm so sorry for You know How things ended with us And you're a wonderful Human being Uh, It seems like you're Really happy with Amber I think that's her name And I was like Girl you know my name Like don't even like Say I think that's What a stab
1: Amber I think that's Her name right Girl you know who I am Like (laughs) let's not It was
2: just really funny And he he didn't respond but he did show it to me and we yeah. just kind of you know joked about it and we still laugh about it so I feel really bad for this person actually now that I'm saying it
1: out loud Yeah. <laughs> well uh, when Cammy and I were going through these messages last night She was like, well, now I have to look at her Instagram. She looked it up and she goes, why is she on private mode? That's so not fair. Give me Uh, your phone. I want to look through. And so I was just like, do we really need to unload that (laughs) chapter of my life? I mean, you know about the relationship and you know how it went south. And she was like, I just want to know what she wants. So uh, am I going to message her? Probably not, but we'll keep you updated, <laughs> of do course. Don't
2: do it. <laughs> Don't do it? You never know when it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. On both sides.
1: <laughs> on our Instagram, we took a poll at froggy929, and we asked if a re- ex, if an ex reached out to you, would you pick up the phone?
2: Now, 28% would pick up the phone if an ex called.
0: Amber and Tanner in the morning.
1: Froggy 92.9.
0: I didn't need to see that. Didn't need to see that. That's something you can't unsee. I
1: really wish I didn't see this. Why? I can't unsee this. I wish I can unsee that.
0: Well, I can never
1: unsee that. So
2: what is the funniest, maybe Halloween or holiday decoration you've ever seen? Uh, so this Sunday, I was driving to the Santa Rosa Pumpkin Patch, so the Roner Park Expressway area, and <laughs> I drove past this hilarious halloween decoration someone on the side of the road had bent over a scarecrow type figure put two pumpkins in the back of the pants and the pants were pulled down just enough to where it looked like someone was bending over in the mooning <laughs> them like showing their
1: butt cheeks that's so good
2: and i laughed so hard and my fiance cole didn't see it and i was like did you see the pumpkin butt <laughs> It's like, no, I didn't. Now so, I'm going to have
1: to drive over there because I, too, want to see the pumpkin butt.
2: I hope it's still there. But I can't unsee it. Like, every time I close my eyes to to go to sleep, I see the pumpkin butt. And I'm just <laughs> like, why? Why? But it's so memorable and it's great. Uh, So, you know, uh, there's a lot of funny... Halloween decorations out there, but Tanner, what's the silliest Halloween or holiday decoration you've ever
1: seen? One of my favorites was growing up, I lived in a cul-de-sac, and one of my neighbors decided to put up a skeleton in a tree, and it was all spooky. It was like the spookiest one in the whole house, and it said, my boss on it. (laughs) And I thought that was so funny. Before, I was even old enough to get a job. (laughs) And uh, uh, the person worked at a grocery store, um, and they had the... um, little uh, what is it called the the like uniform and they put the i can't think like of an words. apron or yes, something okay apron. for some reason i couldn't think of the word apron but it had an apron and everything and it was hilarious
2: uh well we did ask about this on our instagram at amber and tanner in the morning like what's the funniest or silliest holiday decoration you've seen and josh from Hillsburg, uh thank you for sending us this picture tanner what does this picture he sent us look like it's it's hard for me to like
1: describe it <laughs> so it's a skeleton that is half buried but it's head and its arms are all sticking out there's a shovel on top of the dirt pile its legs are chained together with a little basket that's a pumpkin for candy i'm
2: having trouble understanding it but you know why why are its legs chained together and why is it asking for candy what what is the story behind
1: this there's only one way to find out
0: <laughs> got something to say call me up you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP, 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9.
1: Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Vicki. Vicki lives in an upstairs unit in an apartment complex, and Barry Martindale is going to say that her neighbors are tired of her feet. Hello? Hi, I'm trying to reach Vicky. Is this her? This is
2: Vicky. How can I help you?
1: Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm contacting you today because your downstairs neighbor has complained about your constant stomping in your unit. My what? Your stomping? Your feet? It sounds like you're in a bowling league or at least wrangling cattle or something.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Well, I, I mean, I just walk around my apartment like every other person does, and I'm sorry if my neighbor is bothered by that I, i'm not like dancing with clogs or anything <laughs> well i'm glad you're getting a kick out of this because it sounds like you're dancing with clogs on it sounds like you just don't care but i want to let you know vicky that we do we need you to wear slippers around your house whenever you're home additionally we're gonna have to add soundproofing to your floors which is going to be a thousand dollar charge to you excuse me Yeah. So you're going to have to get it together. I'm sorry. I've never heard of anything like this in my life. I can uh, try to walk a little lighter, but uh, I think uh, my neighbor below is a bit sensitive. We installed a noise reader on the ceiling of my client's home. And if we hear one peep from you, it will result in a $100 fine per infraction. What? Okay. I've never heard of anything like this. I'm not agreeing to any of this i've never uh, this is insane i, I mean uh, who are they who are you
0: you've been martindale
1: my name is actually tanner from amber and tanner in the morning you're on froggy night 2.9's neighbor dispute oh
0: my god <laughs> listen to amber and tanner in the morning every weekday at 7:55 for the neighbor dispute with barry martindale on froggy 92.9
1: what food seems complicated to cook but it's actually insanely easy so I'm on a journey to become a world class chef when I moved to Sonoma County I only knew how to make mac and cheese peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and since then I've made some progress but if I'm being honest not much (laughs) I'm figuring it out if a world-class chef was five stars I'd be maybe at a two and a half right now okay not bad figuring it out at least it's not a zero yeah, I mean that when I moved to Sonoma County, that's what it was and an all-time low. <laughs> I made venison chili the other night. A friend went hunting and gave my household some meat, so I was really excited about that. I cooked it along with some onions, some beans, tomato paste with beef, beef broth, and I was convinced in my head that cooking chili was going to be extremely difficult. However, it was pretty simple and I'll be eating chili for the next week.
2: Yeah, chili's pretty easy. Um my dad used to cook it in like vats, kind of like Kevin from The Office. <laughs> yeah, and we'd freeze some of it. And you know, my fiance and I still do it when it's chilly season. Uh, it's it's not quite chilly season yet for us because it's not cold. It needs to be colder
1: for chili for me. Really? It it was like 65 the other night, so
2: that's enough for me. (laughs) I know. I'm sweating. (laughs) Um, You know, I made enchiladas last night, which is another example of things that seem very hard to make, but it actually is pretty easy. Yeah. It's one of the things I can actually make. And I was sweating last night while I was cooking. It was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's so hot.
1: Now, I tried to cook enchiladas on Tanner's journey to become a world-class chef and I somehow failed at it, but I'm happy that you figured it out. So I'm probably gonna, after we get done with this, ask you your recipe. Yeah, I'll send it to you and, and we'll see how it works. See how it fares for you. Getting some responses on our Facebook page about easy things to cook that seem difficult.
2: Uh, so it looks like one of the favorite easy recipes on our Froggy Facebook page is chicken pot pie. Also, more specifically, Amy from Rona Park said chicken pot pie.
1: Ron from Healdsburg said tater tot casserole. Now that sounds
0: good. <laughs> I got to give
1: that a shot. Uh, Julie from Santa Rosa says
2: take out. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy Do you know someone with a funny or maybe unusual allergy? So on Thursday... I'm going into the doctor to get some allergy testing done. And I've been trying to keep this food journal, trying to figure out what I'm having an allergic reaction to. And it's been really challenging. So I'm having to go into the doctor and physically eat certain things and then wait for like two or three hours to see if I have a reaction to
1: it. That sounds like a miserable experience. (laughs) You're just like, I hope this food doesn't make me feel awful.
2: Right. So I have, you know, been having allergies my whole life. And I've just been having this weird reaction as of late. So I have to... We think it's soy. Huh. So I'm having to go get soybeans, like edamame from a restaurant and take it in the doctor's office. Isn't that so weird? That is weird. So I've never (laughs) done anything like this before. Uh, But Tanner, do you know someone that has like a really strange or unusual allergy? My brother.
1: Yeah? My brother Ryan is like you. He's allergic to everything and he's had... He has had this test done before. One of the strangest things that I found he's allergic to is mustard and grass.
2: Mustard. Yeah, there's nothing in it. It's just <laughs> mustard.
1: That's what I thought, but apparently there's some ingredient in mustard that makes him break out in rashes. And with grass, I mean, what it, what is he gonna do? Move to the desert? What do you do right. for that? Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's allergic to just the mustard seed, because that's all it is. It's like mustard seed and water. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's really weird. He's allergic
1: to water. Uh, no, that's <laughs> crazy. I,
2: I've I've heard people that are like are allergic to air, like the air outside. I've heard of these things. How do you live? It's a, I'm
1: allergic to oxygen. <laughs> it's so weird.
2: You can pretty much have a reaction to anything these days. Uh, but we've got Vanessa from Sebastopol on the phone. Vanessa, you said you have a pretty unusual allergy. What's the story? Um, I am actually allergic to the ink on newspaper. I actually so discovered weird. it when I was in middle school. I had a paper row. And I would roll the papers every day to hand them out. And within like two days after doing it, my hands broke out with blisters. Wow. And everything. And I had no idea why. And we went to the doctor and found out that I'm highly allergic to the ink on newspapers.
0: Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips
2: of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just
0: love the show. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9.
1: Julia from Windsor, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown?
0: Oh my God, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: this is how it works, Julia. We're gonna ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. And Julia, once you're done, we'll bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Amber's record is 537 wins and 46 losses. You wanna talk some smack for a half a point bonus? Oh yeah,
0: she's going down. I got
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good luck. Oh my gosh. I'm dropping things. (laughs) (laughs) You scared me so much.
1: Here is question number... (laughs) Here's question number one. Amber's out of the studio. BTS is going to serve their mandatory military duty in their country. What country is BTS from? Are they from England, Italy, or South Korea? South Korea. That is correct. Question two. Carrie Underwood is closing her new concert tour by covering Welcome to the Jungle. This is a cover of what band? Oh,
2: I'll go into the jungle. Oh, um, but, uh, but, uh, not Death Leopard.
1: Um, Death Leopard? That is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Question three The first teaser for the Christmas story sequel is here. Finish the phrase, I'll shoot your. Hi-ya. Correct. Question four Shania Twain is playing Mrs. Potts in the live action Beauty and the Beast. Can you guess which decade the original Beauty of the Beast movie came out? That is correct. In question number five, Bob Saget's widow Kelly recently honored him with a tattoo. Bob Saget played Danny Tanner in what famous sitcom? Correct. I'm gonna bring Amber back into the studio. Amber, you. Amber, you got some tough competition. Julia from Windsor got four and a half out of five today.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: So Amber, you gotta be perfect in order to stay the champion of the Amber Showdown. Oh no. Here's question number one. BTS is going to serve their mandatory military duty in their country. What country is BTS from? Are they from England, Italy, or South Korea? South Korea. Correct. Julia also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question number two. Carrie Underwood is closing her new concert tour by covering Welcome to the Jungle. This is a cover of what band? Guns N' Roses. Correct. Julia got that incorrect. Amber, you are now up two to one. Question three, the first teaser for the Christmas Story sequel is here. Finish the phrase, I'll shoot your... You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> That's correct. Julia also got that correct. Three to two is the score. Question number four, Shania Twain is playing Mrs. Potts in the live action Beauty and the Beast. Can you guess which decade the original Beauty of the Beast movie came out?
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was in 1991, so the 90s. Right on the money.
1: <laughs> That's the actual year, too. It's a great year. Was <laughs> that what year you are born? Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Julia also got that correct. Amber, you're up four to three. And it all comes down to this question right here. Because if you remember, Julia from Windsor talks smack. Oh, no. Amber, you ready? Yes. Julia from Windsor, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Question five. Bob Saget's widow, Kelly, recently honored him with a tattoo. Bob played Danny Tanner in what famous sitcom?
2: Full house.
1: Amber. That is correct. Julia from Windsor, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase.
2: Oh, Amber, you are smarter than me. Uh, That works. Uh, (laughs) But guess what? You're going to Blind Scream Haunted House on us. Oh, awesome. Thank you so
1: much. Julia from Windsor, you're going to Blind Scream thanks to which morning show? What's the oddest or tackiest way someone has broken up with you? I guarantee it's not as extreme as this. A Chattanooga, Tennessee man recently called 911 because he wanted the police to break up with his partner for him. The couple have been dating for six years and the caller didn't want to have an argument with his partner, so he asked law enforcement to stop by and perform the breakup. Cops woke up the partner and asked them to leave and they did it without any issues. So they had the cops break up, (laughs) a relationship.
2: You know, maybe he was scared. Possibly,
1: enough to call the cops though. What nine one one? What's your emergency? <laughs> I just can't break up with my partner. Can you help me out?
2: <laughs> you know, I, I don't know the full story, but maybe he was worried that the partner was going to have some negative reaction.
1: Ooh, that's a great point. Uh, I don't know. That's but something that we probably don't consider enough. Uh, maybe it
2: was a slow day at the police office <laughs> at Chattanooga. Amber, you have know?
1: you ever been dumped before?
2: Oh yeah. Course.
1: What's the worst way you've been dumped?
2: Uh, I was talking to this guy named Chris Anderson, calling him out. <laughs> First <laughs> His, and last name. Chris whoop. Anderson. Uh, I had this big crush on him. We were talking for a while, and one day we're on the phone, and he says, "You should, you should talk to Stephen." I was like, what? He's like, you should you should start talking to Steven, like dating like talking, Steven. Talk. Like you should start dating Steven. I was like, but you and I are talking. He's just like, yeah, I'm just not really uh ready for a girlfriend.
1: Ooh.
2: I love how
1: he recommends someone else. It's like Amazon. If you like this guy, Amazon.com also recommends Steven.
2: Similar products. Uh, But he's apologized for all of that and how he treated me in high school since then. So it's really funny, but I don't think he remembers what he said. You
1: should date Steven. It's the weirdest way to get dumped. What was his name again? Chris. Chris. Come on, Chris. (laughs) Uh, Well, I was dating a girl for a really long time and I was sitting at dinner with my brother and my mom. I was back home from college and I get a text that says, hey, I think we need to break up. And it was a text message. I'm like, I'm at dinner with my family right now. And this is how you dump me. Yeah, boo. Uh, So Ashley from Petaluma admitted to us that she dumped someone in a mean way. Ashley, what's your story?
2: Um, It was actually me that did the breaking up. (laughs) I told him when I gave him his Valentine's present. And I was like, so
1: I don't think that we should see each other anymore. And he was like, uh, and I just walked away because I didn't know what else to say.
0: Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.